0: from South Australia, speaker, conscious connection expert. Did I say that right? <laughs> Book author, relationship dating coach from the land down under. Let's welcome Karina Chapman. Hello. Thanks, here. Wait, wait, are you on here today? <laughs> yes, today I am. <laughs> talk about our technical difficulties. <laughs> and I'm so excited finally to hear um ooh, you got a lot to say. Uh, where would you like to start, Karina? Well, how about, let's start with you being in Australia. What time is it by you? It is uh, just after 7 a.m. here,
1: so quite a bit of a difference time-wise.
0: And you're the next day. That's right, yes. Day. And the day's, day's looking There's <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman on from another from Australia, too. And he told me we're already in Tuesday morning. I'm like, oh, my God. That's right. Exactly. It's with you, isn't it? So... Uh- and how's yeah, the weather there let I didn't talk about the weather. How's the weather?
1: Well, it's winter here, so it's not the best weather, but I think today it'll be about because we're talking Celsius here, so it's probably about 16, 17 degrees. So would that
0: be in uh, Fahrenheit? I don't know what that
1: is in Fahrenheit.
0: Oh. I don't actually work it out how you know, but it's no, cold. I don't feel like it's cool. it's cold. I don't really <laughs> Google it. Yeah, we don't care. Well, we're inside so that's a good thing it was it was was, it's been i'm in florida and it's been like 100 to 104 like every day wow not good yeah i think that's maybe about
1: 38 degrees celsius so that is a pretty warm one
0: yeah wow but anyway can you start telling us a little bit about yourself and you know about arena And you're absolutely. You're going to talk about that that vixen book too, but let's just. I will. Yes. Yes. What made you who you are today, and why we're on this podcast? Absolutely. (laughs)
1: So I've recognised that there's a lot of people that struggle with connection these days, and whether that's in finding a romantic partnership or if it's finding new friends that you can have as long-term quality friends. Mm -hmm. So and I think especially after the pandemic, a lot of us withdrew and became more of an introvert. Mm -hmm. So to then get back out there and start chatting to people and meeting new people seems to be something that's a little bit too hard to do. Mm -hmm. So I help people with consciously connecting with the right type of people that they would want to have in their life or relationships and understanding who they are first, what's important to them, what their core values are, what their interests are, etc. So then they know what type of person that they want to match with and then how to attract that person into your life and what wow. you need to
0: do out of your comfort zone. Yeah, that so is, that is a lot sad. That is yeah. so when you say relationship, you mean not only a uh Partner, meaning uh, whatever, like dating. Romantic partner. yeah romantic, but also just in general as friends, correct? That's right. Exactly. Okay, nice. So you're covering both sides. Good, cool. Yeah,
1: because a lot of people, as they get older, some of their school friends drop off or they move or there's some, you know, disconnect with people that they've had friendships with, or maybe they're growing a lot and their friends aren't. So then you find this disconnect between people yeah. and suddenly you think, hang on, where's my tribe? Where's my people? <laughs> like, yeah, I
0: like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah so beautiful. I hope with that. Yeah, and of course love. I mean, look at the divorce rates at the moment. So sky high. So we're obviously doing something wrong in how we choose the right partner mm-hmm. and uh, we're obviously getting it wrong several times because more of us have had more than one divorce. So, you know, through learning through being you know married and divorced myself, I realised how little I knew about myself and who I was and who would be a great match to me. So, yeah, so then, of course, going through the the trauma of having to divorce and break up and split your life and, and change everything is quite difficult. So my inspiration for wanting to help others in this area is to try and help them to find the right Answer first before they find the right person. So find out who they are, what they want, what they're looking for, and who's going to match them. Rather than, you know, our typical thing is we see a nice guy or girl across the room, we think they're they're pretty good looking. Mm -hmm. And then we go and talk to them. We don't think about have they got matching values? You know, what are their beliefs? What are all the things that actually are important? Rather than, I just see you and you look hot.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And what you just said, um, we got a little bit of an echo behind you a little bit of one it might be the one. we're gonna try to hopefully we can get that fixed but like what you said was that um that when you see somebody in a room correct like and you see them and you're physically attracted to them but it's getting through the other jumble <laughs> well I agree. Yes. we agree when I say we I don't mean it's only me in the room but this is a conversation I have with many women and I'm like I think we need to fix that little, right because we look at what we want but then when we get there and you can help me with this when we get there and we start talking to them they're they're either uh narcissist or they're just like all about themselves or yes. am i right or is this yes. what noticed or it's just like i had said maybe we need to start looking at and men can do this with us as well right as women men can look at women and say we need maybe that's where that song you know make an ugly woman your wife I don't believe when your wife should be no we it's like maybe okay so maybe we should start to meet people in a different way not just for the physical appearance every way, right that's what you're exactly. gonna but we're having trouble with that today so you're gonna fix this right that's right because exactly because these yeah. men that we meet that we are physically attracted to so that's why you just hit a nerve right that we may not be totally physically attractive it's like, okay, let's maybe grow into a relationship. They want to sleep with you right away. And you're like, well, maybe back it up, you know, back it up. And this is what we all like, maybe there could be something.
1: That's right. Everyone's exactly. Running
0: over it's like a it's like a 10K race or something. Everyone's everyone forgot. Now I'm gonna shut up and you're gonna explain to me what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <shoot. laughs> we well on. I've
1: got <laughs> I've got a good analogy really. So say if we were looking for something other than a romantic partner, right? So if we say wanted to buy a new car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now we all know there's lots of different styles, types, colours, features, all of that sort of stuff. And if I just go to you, oh you want a new car? Here we go. Here's your new car. You might be like, okay, well, that is a new car, but it hasn't got seat heaters on it or it's not the right shape or I wanted an SUV, I want a sedan, I want a hatchback. It's not the same as what I want. So if you were going to look for a car, you would already know what brand, what type, um, what the seating arrangement was, what your needs were, what size the motor was, all of these things you would do research on and have clear in your mind before you start looking. Okay. So... So we're putting all that information into our reticular activating system, which is the part of the brain that's like a, an executive assistant. So it helps us to notice the things that we're interested in knowing about. So if we in dating have no idea of the right type of bloke and we just go, oh, that one looks okay from the outside, like the car looked okay, but they don't have the features. Mm-hmm. And if you're not clear on that type of thing, then you end up getting a lemon every time.
0: So, well, well we're, we we got bags of lemons here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know they grow more in Italy, but we've got a lot of them here. And, and I'm going to say that for all of us, not just, you know, men, you know, us men. Yes. Men feel the same way. It's all kind of mutual. Yeah. In
1: so, so, was- so, spend that time first getting to know yourself, mm-hmm. who you're, you know, what type of values that you have what type of activities you'd like to share with a partner, what sort of beliefs that you'd like to resonate in and match, and, and get all of this information and pop that into your head, then that helps you to notice the right type of people to connect with and filters out the wrong ones.
0: Mm.
1: So you might be in a in a bar and you see someone across the the you know, room there and you think, oh my eye keeps going to that person. I wonder why. Mm. It could be that they have some of the qualities that you don't even know yet from looking at, but your brain's recognized something. So you think, oh, let's go over and have a chat. And you might be pleasantly surprised. So it's about putting the right information into our brain so we can be on that right vibration to start attracting the right type of person. And in saying that, because I work a lot with the law of attraction, like attracts like. So if you were, say, a a couch potato where you just wanted to sit on the the couch all day, watch movies, Netflix, whatever, but what you really wanted was someone that was athletic, Mm -hmm. then your vibration isn't, you know, like isn't like, it's like this. So if you're here and you're on the couch and you want to be dating someone that's athletic, what can you do to bring yourself up to the right vibration to be on there? Mm -hmm. Does that mean you join the gym? Do you start doing walking? Do you join a tennis club? you know so so then you're more likely to be in the area where you're going to meet those people that you want to but also you're on the same vibration as them so you can be a good match so i mean that's fairly simplistic but it just gives you the idea that we have to be what we want to attract and if we're not that there yet then we need to do a little bit more work on ourselves before we can attract the right person
0: i got you okay so um so basically, what would you suggest for women to do? Say, uh, you kind of just said it, just kind of put it in your head on what you want, manifest it. Is that what we're saying? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, manifest it. And okay. be really clear as well. Don't just have five points that you want. You're allowed to have 100 points. That's okay. You know, because the more specific we are, then the more that the universe, God, whatever we want to call it, can match that for us so and after a couple of divorces myself and a couple of you know really difficult times to get through emotionally and realizing that I was picking the wrong people right. I thought I need to do something different
0: mm-hmm.
1: so nice. I decided you know like because obviously whatever we're doing if we keep doing the same thing and want different results and that's a bit crazy so <laughs> we've got to change how so we are right. I got it yeah,
0: and, yeah. And, and, yes and we've heard some of that from um, before um yeah oh my it's a lot, it's, a lot. <laughs> it's okay wait I was getting ready okay uh we're gonna throw story time in LA. uh so what else can we share here um oh boy uh, what about the Vixen's Secret Handbook you want to talk a little bit about that absolutely so okay. I,
1: I I came upon writing this book I mean I've always loved writing and I've always been a reader but I once I was in my early 40s and and past a couple of relationships, I decided that that was when I was doing something different. So I was going to choose men that were definitely had a deal-breaking flaw, that something that was wrong with them, that I knew I wouldn't be able to fall in love with them, but just to learn more about myself. So I started going on all these different dates and dating several men at a time, being completely open and honest about it. And I started having some really weird and unusual dating experiences. Hmm. So I started noting them down, and, and friends of mine were like, Oh my God, that's so funny. You should put that in a book. So that's how the, the journey of writing yep. this book no, cool. yeah, started. So should, share,
0: uh, I'm, I'm going to cut right to the chase. Do you want to share any of those stories? A couple? Yeah. can. Yeah, right? okay. so, and this oh, is, is. beautiful
1: no, yeah. Nice. So Venture Vixen is the first one. And then, oops, I do have a second out as well, which is International Vixen.
0: I like it. There was so much going on that you had to rewrite two books. <laughs> That's right, exactly. And I certainly could write even more than that. <laughs> you Ten more going. I know. I must, I know. I know. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Uh, so yeah, I mean, I had to. Uh, so one story of one of the dates that I went on, it was a French guy, and I thought, oh, that would be nice. You know, I've had a gone out with French guys before; they're quite fun. So we met at this bar, and he had a, a cake tin with him. And I thought that's a bit what? odd. A what? Yeah. So he he loves baking, and he made me this cake,
0: and which was very unusual. But... Ah, exactly. like I said we had a little bit of an uh, echo behind you. Ah. So you went on a date, and you you, what did he have with him? I didn't hear that quite well.
1: A cake tin, like a tin with a lid. That a tin? Put...
0: Yeah. Oh my cake... lord! Was there alcohol? Yeah. No. So this cake
1: was made with all natural like almond flour and, and all, yeah, no eggs, no this, no that. Yeah, so this cake. So he said, <laughs> I've made this cake for you because he loves baking. And I'm like, oh, that's very weird on a first date. Yeah. So we're sitting having a coffee. And he goes, oh, I really want you to try
0: this cake. I don't think I would try the cake. I'd be scared. Oh,
1: I was a bit worried. So I thought, okay, so I had obviously no knife, no fork, no nothing. I thought I will just break a piece off. It was so dry and crumbly. It was
0: terrible. He he must have read that someplace.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Wait,
0: wait, maybe he was like a rock. Yeah, maybe that expression, you know, cake, you know, that expression. So maybe that was trying to do some kind of comparison. Maybe, Maybe. But, yeah, this
1: cake is like a rock. So he wanted me to take it home, and I thought, well, I can't take his container because I'm not planning on seeing him ever again. So lucky I had a bag in my handbag, like a shopping bag. I'm like, oh, just pop the cake in here. That's fine. Just pop that in there. And when I got home, I thought that was going straight in the bin, and I threw it in, and it was such a
0: thud. It was like I was throwing a rock. So you got rid of him. You scratched him off the list. He was out. He was out. Definitely. Oh my lord. So uh, another yeah, so what's come on come up with another story. I want to hear a good one. I mean, <laughs> the- <laughs> Wait a minute, another I, one. So I had one guy reach out to me
1: um, who wanted to pay me to be his pretend girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was a, a property developer. He had a big um weekend going with investors that he wanted to impress them mm. so he was looking to take a fake girlfriend with him
0: to it or get it. <laughs> 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 I,
1: so I was a bit curious I'm like why would you need to do that why wouldn't you just be able to find even a friend that would do it for you yeah. but when I saw his picture I thought okay so you're a little bit a bit chubby a bit nerdy maybe don't have the confidence to to connect with someone and ask. Hmm. So then I wanted to ask more questions because, like, what does this particular girlfriend mean? Like, do you have separate rooms? Are you holding hands? Is there kissing involved? Is it just a walk So what what does this look like? So he said, no, no. So he wanted to pay 10000 Australian dollars for a weekend and fly me up to Queensland, which is where the, the conference was. Wow. And I was like, well, I'm not sure. So I asked more questions. Yeah. And he said, well, if you're a pretend girlfriend, you know, it would just be, you know, holding hands and entertaining the investors. But you could do the full girlfriend and I'd pay more. I thought, what's that about?
0: Girlfriend. So, yeah. So girlfriend. then yeah,
1: so, so he's like, well, you know, if you want to be a full girlfriend, then it would be I'll pay you 30000 Oh my um, Lord. Right. Mm. Uh so I'm like, hmm, now that feels a bit like prostitution to me. Like, I do feel sorry for him and he obviously needs some help. Yeah. But you know, and then even like, so what's for gra- girlfriend? Like, is that sex as well? How many times do you have a separate room? Are they you know, like, how does that work? So I end up saying no to him. Yeah, but it was so a, on,
0: and where did you meet him online? online. You see, I was going to say is not there like a site for, to 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 meet women? Well, I sure I'm sure there's a site for everything Ellie. <laughs> Oh my. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so that's cool. And um so also I was you know I was reading a little bit about you and some things, and you also it says um you are you're particularly you're important for singles over 40. So you're kind of targeting single women or just single people over four. Yeah,
1: that's and, right, that's yeah. right.
0: So what would make well, why would you do that? Why would you single it right. out?
1: Because I think that when we've had a few relationship experiences that haven't gone as we'd hoped, we become a bit more disillusioned mm. and then the whole dating process seems too hard. And, like, you know, if I've already picked the wrong ones before, then what's to say I'm not going to do the same again? So people tend to be lonely but not knowing the right things to connect in, whereas when they're younger, they're still a bit, uh, they haven't had the disillusionment yet. (laughs) They think everything's going to work out fine, we'll get married, life will be perfect, it will be wonderful, we'll have kids and a house and a picket fence, but then that dream often doesn't materialise. So I like to work with people who have had some relationship experiences before It might have even been good ones. You know, maybe they were married for a long time and then um, their their partner passed away. Mm. So it's not so much all about negative experiences, but it's really wanting to get it right this time, to be able to learn, you know, who am I, what is important to me, and what type of person is going to match me because I'm sick of wasting time. I think time becomes more precious as we get older. So, yeah. So we don't want to waste all our time with the wrong people. So that's why I work on how to help them to connect with the right type of people and understand who that is. Yeah. Now, and then it's right. more successful.
0: <laughs> yes. And I think um, that's a, a lot, but I tell uh, what happens to a lot of people and, I'm, and you may even, you know, hit that spot as well. You're tired of it. You know, after a while it's like, and I, I'm also like I mentioned, I'm also uh, a divorce relationship coach. So yep. I get them when they're starting, yeah. mostly when they're already going through that process, starting to go through that process, and yeah. then they get out. And now they're out there, and they're really burnt. They're really like scarred. And there's like a there's a window as soon as they get divorced that they almost go a little kooky. Yes. <laughs> i just, did you experience that window any of your clients or yourself or i mean i think everyone has and absolutely um, and uh and then you retract and pull it in but what's a good yeah. way to do that like when when people get a little run its course i'm going to say you probably run it's course but you know yeah
1: see a lot of the times when people are freshly divorced they're still focused on what went wrong in the last relationship what they didn't like in that partner or often the negatives So then when we go out for a date, unfortunately, that's what we attract because that's what the signal is that we're putting out. So we've got to break all those patterns from the past so that we don't have the same experience again. So if you go straight back out there, then it's hard to not attract what you've already had. So maybe you like the bad boy, maybe you like, um, you know, businessmen in, in suits or whatever it might be, but you're kind of picking for the wrong reasons again. So that's where the problem comes in.
0: Right, right. And again, um, yes, I agree. But as I was saying before, for many people that are, you know, say single, like you're saying to, um, maybe you could shed a little light on this. What do you, we need, the, I guess, the men in here too. Because we noticed, and I'm saying we, because it's not just me, thousands of people that we speak to. Yeah, of course. When you get out there and you go to meet people, what is the why do they want to sleep with you within 15 minutes i haven't figured that one out yet i mean i i'm I'm, and it's not only myself it's every woman that i've spoken to and it's almost like they forgot how to communicate or they think that you're their wife or they i mean i've had men call me or i go to how you doing You you know instead of saying would you like to go on a date can i come to your house Yes. This is so common amongst the area that I'm in. They want to, oh, I, house. Yes. I mean, I don't know what's going on in Australia or down under, but I'm saying. Hey, yeah, same here. But yeah, my, just... my, my podcast director, uh, Phil, he actually says to me, because we got talking about the, the subject earlier, and he says, Ellie, welcome to 2023. And we're and he's a younger gentleman also, but I'm laughing, I'm going, yeah, but it's not young men that are doing this. And I'll be honest with you, I could take a younger man, because we all get them too, coming up to okay. me and talking like that, more than a man in his 40s and 50s, coming okay. up and talking to you like, you know, uh, oh yeah, you're, like they're kids. And I talked about this subject to a lot of women, and we're all thinking the same thing. Like, oh my God, drop it already. Your 40s yes. and your 50s and even 60s, why, what, at, whatever happened to I well, I was say like, cordon, but whatever happened to that, you know, having a conversation and just like that traditional, having a conversation, go on a date or something, or even go for a drink. They want to come to your house. I've yeah. never, that is like the most bizarre situation. I mean, how do you, handle very, how yeah, do you how very, very, handle that? <laughs> Suggest- I, mean,
1: I, I would never meet anyone on a first date at my house or at their like, house. Okay, I see. because you don't know what the situation is. You don't know if they're a stalker, or if they're crazy, if you know at their house they might have five other guys there. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. So it's That's safety it. for first. Wow. But I think a lot of guys that do that have had success in the past with people saying yes but they've That's got, right. got. That's got what I told and so they think, well, that worked for me once. I'm just going to keep trying it until I get another yes.
0: Yeah, that's what
1: we Which again, you know, okay, that might be great for you getting lots of sex, but you're not going to make a real true connection.
0: No, no. And that's why it's such a turn off because you go exactly. out and it's like, come on, look at you. That's not to be disrespectful, but you're yeah, 50s and you're acting like you're a teenager backing off. I mean, I I could take it better from a younger man doing that to me than the older ones. (laughs) I agree. I agree. You see, these are the people
1: that are stuck in the same type of behavior over and over again. They haven't actually looked at themselves and thought, maybe there's something better I could be doing here to have better success.
0: Right. You
1: know, maybe they're just after sex and they're just trying to get whoever they can into bed. But if they see. You
0: know yeah. i always tell them i said listen sex we can get anywhere we're women we go to the you know grocery store go to the baker go anywhere and get sex why would i need yes. to go online and talk to you or you know yes. listen?" it's true it's great. yeah it's so true yeah. yeah
1: until they realize that they need to do something different themselves and change then they're going to keep getting their results and women are going to keep being disappointed
0: right yes i'm trying to do the opposite i'm trying to educate or talk to some women and and this way and to say you know take it down a few notches you know relax Yeah, I, they're complaining to me but i'm like well, yeah but you know you go out on a date you have the guy at your house like the same moment you gotta like that's right yeah they just the people in their house anyway uh let's see oh my gosh what else can we talk about with you i kind of like i know there's so many things
1: um so actually i run an, a program called aligned connections for people so that helps them to get all of this knowledge and to know how to attract the right person and how to recognise them. So that helps a lot. But um, one of the guys that I was working with, he was actually a widower in his 50s, had a great relationship with his wife and was just feeling lonely. It had been three years since she passed. And it's like, I've you know, built this business, built all these things, and I've got no one to share it with. I don't go on holidays. I don't do anything. He goes, so can you just give me uh, the right woman. (laughs) And I said, no, that's not how it works. We've got to understand who you are and what what we need to do. And he'd, of course, never gone online dating because, you know, he's been in a relationship for 30 years. So so at the beginning he was like, there's no way I'm going to go online dating, just absolutely no way. So as we worked through, we started changing his perceptions and his beliefs and, and all of that sort of stuff. And at the end of the program, we did a couple of extra sessions. Set him up online, and he's ended up meeting the most fantastic woman. Nice. They are super compatible. They've been together for nine months now. They're heading over to Europe soon, Aww. and you know it's, it's just such a great thing. And he never would have met that person if he hadn't got rid of that limiting belief that was that you know he's never going to meet someone online. Okay. And he wouldn't have into her because he was working six days a week. Or at home. I mean, he didn't even go to the grocery store. He got it all you know, delivered. Wow. So I said, not going to connect with anyone? There's no anybody. Yeah. Oh. So, so, yeah, by changing our beliefs as well, that really helps us. Mm-hmm. Because we don't realise. I mean, another one I've worked with, she thought she was a single mum with four kids. And so she said, there's no guys out there that want to date a single mother with four kids. I said, well, is that actually true or is that just a story that you've told yourself? Because if you believe that, then that's the type of men you're going to keep coming against is ones that support your belief that guys don't want to date a single mum with four kids. Right. So then we did a bit of work around that to say, well, actually, you know, there's other guys out there with kids that would love to date a single mum because then they've got that shared understanding you know, right. if one of the kids are sick and they've got to break a date or you know something's important. But they, they understand and they yeah, get and, it.
0: And I think it weeds out too. Like yes. what if there's a woman who has children, I think you're gonna weed out the band the or a man or or either one. If they have kids, it'll weed a lot out. Because if there's right. not a serious person, they're not exactly. gonna and they're not even gonna you know go there.
1: Gonna, yeah. And so, you know like, there's other guys as well. They write on their profile, don't have kids, but don't mind if you do. Right. I said, don't put that there just as a throwaway line. It might be that they never got to find someone to fall in love with and have kids with. It -hmm. might have been a dream of theirs. It was never realised. Right. So if they can slot in with your family and enjoy that family atmosphere and participation, then that might be actually fulfilling their dream. Right. So actually there can be lots of guys out there that are looking for a single mom with kids. Right, right. Exactly. And, they,
0: and they know they're settled, right? They know they're going to be somewhat hopefully settled. Yeah, exactly. So, so um Karina, what's your <laughs> what's your come projects coming up? Anything that you have coming up new or um I've got a masterclass
1: coming up on the 14th of September
0: where I share three secrets to
1: attracting love. Okay, and um, and just you know help people along their their journey. So and I just I hold that for free just because I like helping people nice. and you know, help to get clearer on you know what it is that they they really want to do to change their life and bring this person in. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's a really good um, good thing to do. Just to just to start getting people more thinking about you know, what is it that I need to do? How is it that I need to attract love instead of like going and searching? Because searching and finding it feels like you're you're desperate. You're desperately out there looking, looking, looking. Whereas what we really want to do is we want to attract love to us. We want to put that clear vision in and then attract it, rather than you know trawling all the dating sites, standing at a bar hoping there might be someone that could be you know.
0: Like, a, in other words, a, take it easy. It, take it a few steps. A couple nights in the back, Take it easy. Yeah. I, Yes, but um it's I think it's cool what you this book you wrote and I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are interested in reading it. Because um so how are you marketing that book? How are you getting that out there and, and people to know about you other than well we've got podcasts and then um yeah, yeah Amazon or any of those other
1: uh, yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon, Booktopia, it's on all sorts of platforms and um I don't do lots of promoting my books only because I promote my courses more. Uh, but, of course, they get, they get books with the courses that they that they do with me. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm in a couple of different uh, business groups as well that we talk about that sort of thing. I've done some author talks at libraries and different things like that. I so, see. But, yeah, it's more about getting people to realise that there is someone out there for you, no matter what age you are. Sometimes when we get a bit older, I we see. think, oh,
0: we'll just vote. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's um good to arm um, that. So... I mean, you have people, you gave a couple examples of uh, where it worked, your, yeah. your teachings and your classes. Now, um, so if somebody wants to get into one of your uh, coaching classes, how would they yeah. do that? You'll send a yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can send
1: you a link for a, um, a free discovery call to have a chat with me and see whether what I do is the right thing or not for, you know, where people are in their lives and what they're looking for. We just have a chat and if they're interested then I just tell them a bit more about my aligned connections program which is eight weeks and that's an hour and a half each week and we do lots of um activities as well and different meditations and affirmations and
0: And this is online and it's live
1: they're not that's right okay no no. online and live one-on-one with me so that I get really specific in you know into each person's needs so we can really find you know what's been holding them back What patterns have they had as examples that they keep repeating that they don't know? What beliefs that they've got that are maybe sabotaging them from being able to find a partner instead of supporting them?
0: So we go through that personally, yeah,
1: to find out what it is they need to do, what do they need to change, what can we let go of, and how do we move forward from that and gain clarity. Nice. So Yeah, so I find when I work one-on-one, it really gives – a lot more clarity to that one person. I do do it in groups as well. Normally, I try and do small groups because it's easier to have good connections with everyone in the group, and we all want to support each other. So normally, I won't have more than ten if I'm doing a group yep. sessions. I, yeah, I do like course,
0: that. yeah, yeah, which
1: cool. is cheaper. But yeah, One on one, I think is you know the most benefit that you're going to get because we're specific about that. And in fact, one of my clients. Um, she was on my original um, first group session that I did, and she had kept choosing. She was a, she was a great leader in business and really strong, but used to pick guys that would beat her up. So she was just picking the wrong ones and always finding herself in this domestic violence situation, which you would never have thought that she would have been because the type of person she was. Yeah. Anyway, she worked her way through the course. And we got to the part where I get everyone to clear stuff out, clear out the past, clear out you know old boyfriends' numbers or yeah. old connections or and, you know. And
0: that's very important. What you just said is clearing out the past and and breaking that habit because that what yes. you just said is so common in relationships and even so, our own. Right? We could sit there and think, well, I always yeah. used to be with business men. That's it. I mean, they all seem to be the same type of person. Exactly. So exactly. Mom, that's probably where we connect, but that's probably what brings you together. It's what tears you apart as well. Exactly. It certainly can happen that
1: way. So one of the things that she went into to clear was the uh, Facebook Messenger side, where there's people you may know or spam. So she went in to look there and she found a message from seven years ago from okay. a guy that she was dating when she was in her early 20s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when they were dating in the early twenties, he was totally in love, wanted to get married. She was like, "I'm 21, I'm out partying, I'm not getting married you later." So they broke up, and both of them went off, you know, had children, um, had other relationships. And seven years ago, when he sent the message, he'd heard that her son had committed suicide. So he sent the message saying, "I'm so sorry to to hear this. You know, I hope everything, I hope you're okay." So she found this, she's like. What do you think I should do? She goes. I know it's seven years since he sent it, but should I contact him? I said, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Let's go for a coffee or something and have uh, a chat.
0: Um. So, oh, fantastic story. But I'm we're running out of time because yeah. we had some technical issues. But but I definitely want to connect with you again and get you on another podcast because I think there's so much more that we can dig into and um, you know, get to. Talk about and uh Absolutely. connected with some. uh you, We can all use your help, so let's. Yeah. Um, it was great talking to you, and um, I'm going to shoot you a call after this recording, and we Perfect. we will discuss. Karina, I want to thank, thank you again, and uh, we'll catch up. Thank you. Thanks. It's been pleasure. Yes. Thanks.